Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Kane and Bucks. Can't stop addicted to the shanks. Very good morning to you and welcome along to the show. We've got a big one coming out. Jack, Chris, Tom Morris has got some news for us. The buck stops here very, very shortly and... We're going to preview the Brownlow medal with a range of former winners. Some of the biggest names were in the Kogan Money Credit Card Studio, a great value card packed with rewards and no annual fee. A man who won the Brownlow medal 20 years ago. It's time for this. To Buckley, what a magnificent kick. Wonderful to Buckley, The buck stops here. Brought to you by Latrobe Financial. Trusted by Australians for more than 70 years. Whammy! Well, Kano, there's so many places you can go. Just two games, but there's so many places you can go. I'm going to start on Friday night um, and the Collingwood win, but I'm going to talk about Jordan Dugowie in particular. Uh, I thought his performance was exceptional. He's a finals-type player, and he lived up to that um, that billing, and his coach was pretty happy with his Chargers' performance as well. What, 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 a, what a great game from him. Uh, um, I thought he set himself up last for the last final unbelievably well. He, he trained at a level that, that I thought, oh, God, he's going to tear, tear the game apart against Melbourne. Um, didn't quite come come through to that. He's just trained so well. So that, that doesn't surprise me, the performance. A, a player of his talent, training at that level, um, he set himself up unbelievably to play well. And geez. Just on that, he, he is one of the best trainers. Is he? The, oh, absolutely. You, and when we made the shift from doing running in pre-season to mm. just doing most of our work in competitive drills, he went to another level again. Because he just he loves to play, mm. he's, like he's probably the closest thing to to Swanee. Like he needs to be engaged and stimulated by playing. But that that performance was, I mean, thirty four touches, thirteen clearances. The one aspect of his game that I reckon comes to the fore in finals even more is the is the ability to break tackles. You can't tackle him. You can't tackle. I don't know. How, there would be stats out there, but he would have broken as many tackles as any player has in a game of yeah. footy. The other guys that do that, Toby Green it breaks tackles really well. Obviously, Dustin Martin over the years has been I got a new almost one impossible. You. Cam Rain is yes. another one. I got, got him <laughs> yeah, right you got me, hey. You so, got me covered. So these guys, these guys are the guys you need to watch for because what to go was able to do was break this tackle, then another player has to come and pressure. And he was often getting through the second one. So he's beating two, and then a third would come to him, and he'd have two players mm. that he could put in the space. And what? The, yeah, that that's what it does. And and then it creates the overlap. So so that was where his his massive influence came mm. about in the game. I got another one. And you're for going you. from the inside to outside. Bucks. Who you got for Nick me? Nick Dacos is now a tackle breaker, and I reckon in the six weeks that he spent, I'm not sure whether he's worked hard on his strength. Because if he hasn't been able to you know, run, I think he's been in the gym. And he, he mm. broke, I reckon he broke three big tackles. Now, not in the same way that the goey does, but his shimmy 
and he gets out of tackles as well. So that's why I think this grand final is interesting because McCluggage will take you on, try and break tackles. Neil will try and break tackles. Rainey, you've mentioned, will break tackles. Dunkley can do it. So the physicality that we have in this grand final will be enthralling as so, well. So on the flip side, to be able to stick those tackles yep. is, is crucial as well. Uh, two for me is, um, is the GWS Giants. I mean, I would be so impressed – um, you know, anyone who's witnessed them, who's watched them go on their journey, like they were devastated afterwards. And you know why? Because they believed they were going all the way. It mm. didn't really matter what anyone else thought. They thought they were going the whole way. Um, and their skipper, the All-Australian captain, Toby Green, spoke of that after the match. Hard to reflect on this season when you, when you get that close. Yeah, that one hurts. That one really hurts. Just, uh, I don't know, it's a tough, tough change room at the moment. But um, we'll come together. We'll come back. We'll come back stronger. They just put yourself out there, you know, um, get that close. That's what happens. Pretty hard interview to, to do, yeah. mind you. And, a, and, 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 a, well, and even for Abby to, to be there asking the questions. But if if you, I've, I'd be backing GWS to to be a danger in the next couple of years. I mean, they've they've got enough experience there that but they've got some youth that are coming through. Their back six are, are, are what build what they build their game around. How good Iden? Iden had a massive last quarter. Sam Taylor, I've seen him become more uh, expressive with the way that he goes. He used to be so understated, and he's and he's been effective for a long period of time, but. His competitiveness and will to win just comes to the fore more and more as the as the, mm. the 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 pointy end of the season sort of continued in the final series and and uh, Jack Buckley was was huge as well just under pressure like I thought that their I thought their system was excellent um, I think they they probably missed some of the marginal calls that could have gone their way they set the game up the way they needed to after Collingwood looked like they had had um, their measure in the first quarter. Tom Green was probably a little off. He still had 31 touches, but a little Just off. Thought he started well, and then some of his ball use wasn't to the level that um, it usually is. Callum Ward, who'd been really good for him in the back half of the year, was quiet. Um, yeah, Bedford was probably quieter than normal. They had a couple that that had down days, but that happens in uh, finals. But they but they were able to cover. I whatever what Adam Kingsley has done has been sensational. They've got a great list. It seems to be well balanced. I would be it's just how you I rebound from them. from the mental anguish. And I mean, you've lived it, mm. where you look back and you relive those opportunities that they had, and there would have been ten. So take the umpiring out of it. I mean, they're playing on from advantage. Keith Hamble over the top to Green. Ash, unpressured turnover, which costs a goal. The one with Brown on the wing, he missed a couple of goals. Daniels missed an easy goal in the first quarter. They had so many they did. opportunities, and I thought they went into their shell a little bit where they just wanted to play long down the line in the last 10 minutes, and they lost their dare. Seven intercept marks to one in the last quarter, and they just went long down and just lost a bit of that dare. So that, how you regroup when you get so close, but then you go back to pre-season, you go, we've got to do this all again and go one or two steps further is is the mental part of that. What's point three? Point three for me is Brisbane's back six and their composure. I, I think, ironically, they won the game in the first quarter just by being able how? to hold up. Brisbane, uh, sorry, um, Carlton had 22 inside 50s, kicked five goals, one. But yeah, they only had six scoring shots from twenty-two insides. Mm. 
So to see Harris Andrews stand up, I thought Gardner's role on huge. on Cherno was huge. Starsevic and Leicester, the other two. What about Kitty Coleman? We yeah, but not in the first quarter. No, we no. didn't see those boys no. because, and, and I'll talk about that later, because ultimately the the back four were the ones that needed to do all the work. The ball was going over the top. But uh, Chris Fagan uh, has been strong on this the whole time about their lessons learned and their ability to handle that situation and not lose their heads. We have worked really hard at learning from all those um, occasions where we haven't played in the manner that we wanted to in, in some of the big games. And it's been building. You know, we were better last year in finals. In the end, we just got knocked out by a champion team. But we learned a lot from it. We learned a lot from Geelong playing against them in finals and playing against them in preliminary finals. And that performance tonight, all of those things that we've been talking about and working on sort of came together because we weren't in a good spot at quarter time. So that bit, so their back, their back four in particular deserves a lot of credit. Andrews, you know, stopped a lot of those um, scoring threats. Um, you know, I think, as I said, Stasevich is an underrated player for mine who, who gets the job done really well. And um, I thought that Eric Hipwood's, Shot on goal late in that first quarter, yeah. yeah, when it needed to be kicked. I mean, that was that's probably one of those moments that that Fags is talking about, where you've you've got you're a player now. He isn't a young player anymore, but he's been through the ringer. He's had plenty of circumstances. Just needed to kick that goal mm. for for a bit of composure. Go into the the quarter time huddle with a with a a little bit of an upswing, and that's what they were able to do. And and you know, after that, you talk about Wilmot. Coleman, McKenna, they started getting in the game when Brisbane's midfield started stepping up and they can actually play the play the game the way they want to. Yeah. Know, rebound. Those those high high backs, they, it's very difficult to get into the game when the opposition are going over the top of you as what, consistently. What as about the do. Ruckman? Like how how big has he been, McInerney? Like he's been a big player and a big performer and he was. Like his speak of the set shots, he's a five out of tenner. From 30 metres out, I reckon. Oscar McInerney, he nailed two of them. Both of them. Yeah, both of them. Six clearances and just, they were dominant. I mean, Carlton's midfield has been the best midfield for two years. They lost clearance by, I think it was 14. Yeah, I, I can still remember when they took us into um, the players, um, the theatre, when Fags delivered Oscar McInerney his first Guernsey. When oh. he, when he, I, I, I was four or five years ago, I can remember when it happened and, and the words that came out of face, I don't know why it stands in my memory, but he handed it across and he said, Big O, this is be, this will be the first of many. You're gonna be, you're gonna play you're gonna be a very important player for us, mm. something to that extent. And that's exactly what he's become. He is like there's not he's awkward. He's difficult to handle in a good way he's, though. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely and, he's t- like he would he would be, I mean, not dissimilar to Mason Cox when you get him in a ruck contest. He's, he doesn't approach it in a conventional manner, and, and he's tough. It's interesting, Bucks, that the, the Brisbane teams that you and I played against in the early they had those ruckmen that just pounded the ball forward. And, and they got another he's, one. He's got that in him as well, which is unique. Into, uh, teams are reluctant to do that now because you're worried about it being opened up the other way. But he just sends – if he's got a control, he just whacks it forward yep. 15 minutes. So I, I, th- I think he's a star. He's now a genuine top five ruckman in the game. Tell us about Vossi. Yeah, look, I, I just think Carlton ran out of legs. I, I, they were so brave. They, had, I mean, to start that game and to go up, you know, to the gabatoire, to mm. a, a – a, a challenge that no one thought that they would even be able to 
sort of step up to and then and then to start the way they did you know even Jordan Boyd like the, his selection his first 10 minutes was unbelievable mm-hmm. two or three tackles McGovern that were stuck. was huge I just thought that that you know the coaches or players could not have done any better to put themselves in winning positions their second half was huge but having said that they've just lost a prelim and and they've fallen too short of of what they've all dreamt of and the coach felt it as much as anyone We'll sit with the disappointment. You know, I, I think it, it seemed like, you know, we could certainly compete against the, the best teams in the competition. Uh, uh, the last couple of weeks only really reinforced that in our own minds. Um, so we come up here with a real goal to um, obviously get this job done. And we're falling short. So we're, we're extremely disappointed. The numbers that, that suggest to me that they just ran out of steam, they, they, their pressure was 201 in the first quarter and the next three quarters went 164, 159, 168. Mm. And, and that was the lowest pressure rating that they'd had since the Gold Coast game when they, went, you know, when they started their run. And, and they really did rely. Contest and defence was Vossi's mantra, even when they were doing poorly. Do not... Do not uh, Deviate. Yeah. You know, mm. Don't miss. I'm not going to be misquoted um, here, or mi- I'm not going to miscommunicate this here. I'm not going to get caught up in the offense. Defense is our priority, and I think their pressure on ball was was their first aspect of their of their good defense. So, look, I thought they were. I thought they were game. I thought they they've been proud. Um, they've taken their supporters on a journey, and they. I think they were bested by a side that was refreshed and ready to go. And as Fags has said, had those lessons of the past that that stood them in good stead. Lastly, um, just as you were going to, clearances are king. Mm. You know, both of the sides, both of the, the winning sides in the prelims were able to dominate in yeah. that part of the ground. So Brisbane were 36-20 after quarter time, so plus 16 after quarter time, and Collingwood were plus 18 across the game. Mm. And, and it has a tremendous impact on the way your back line or your forward line operate. When you win clearance, then your backs can get up, up and aggressive, set up and defend really well. They're on their front foot. They're, you can bounce off the back. And you can rest well, as you, well. You, you, you get the, a break. And the oppo- if you're on the opposite end of that, you, you are on the ropes. Mm. And GWS found themselves on the ropes uh, for a large part of that game. And they, they stood up extremely well, but it takes a toll. So when you're thinking they didn't get off the line, they didn't run, they didn't take the game on as much, they've been on the ropes copying a pounding at different stages over that first three quarters. Mm. Like spoke about how good Jack Buckley was. He was spent halfway yeah. through the third quarter. He spent. He did not. He didn't give up. He didn't give away. But mm. he was just trying to find a way to survive because every every moment the ball came into his area, he was under fierce pressure, and it happened a lot through their clearance dominance. So. It's going to be fascinating when we project forward. Who's going to build the pressure? Who's going to you know uh, challenge the op- the opposition defense? Clearly, we know efficiency is going to going to be important at either end of the field. Yep. But in and around the ball, we talk about the ruck battle. We'll talk about the midfield battle. There's the high so defenders, the brilliant. high forwards that come up and get involved in that clearance and contest is going to be where it's at. And it will set the game up for the for the victor. I'm going to get your tip before we leave at nine o'clock. That was the buck stops here. Thanks to Latrobe Financial, trusted by Australians. Nathan Buckley is going to be under the pump when we come back after this. What was his involvement in selecting the new Richmond coach? We'll find out next.